everybody, welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Garza, and my co-host, Carson Phillips. Carson, say what's up. How's it going, guys? We are coming back to you with another review for a movie on our Halloween 31-day marathon special extravaganza, Nights of Horror, etc. That's a lot. <laughs> Let's just keep <laughs> giving dying. it more and more names as we go along. So much so much <laughs> words added. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, optimization, you know, more, more clicks on the podcast. We have been having so much fun doing all of these reviews so far. We hope you're enjoying it. We appreciate the feedback and everything. Yeah. For sure. One hundred percent. We we love being able to do this. We hope you're enjoying it. Tell us how to make it better. Tell us what you're interested in. Tell us what you want to hear. We have another movie in store for you guys today, and that movie is Fresh. Fresh. Yes, Fresh is a it's a Hulu original, right? Yeah, I believe it was at Sundance, either last year or something like that. Honestly, directed by Mimi Cave. <laughs> this movie is a trip. I will say, like, just before you go out, before I recommend this movie to anybody, just be very weary that like this is a this one's this it's one's a little of, much. Yeah, it's a little bit much. But with that being said, it's really different, and I liked it. It was, uh, you might even say, fresh. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> that was weak. Okay, let me read the logline I mean, for you guys, and then we'll get into it. Fresh follows Noah, who meets the alluring Steve at a grocery store and, given her frustration with dating apps, takes a chance and gives him her number. Ooh. Bad move. After their first date, Noah is smitten and accepts Steve's invitation to a romantic weekend getaway, only to find that her new paramour has been hiding some unusual appetites. Well, this movie was, uh, I don't know, Carson, just give him a rundown. What was this movie about? It's a bit, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to spoil something, I'll let you know, and then you can go watch the movie and come back if you're interested. But <laughs> basically, I mean, so Sebastian Stan is playing Steve, and Daisy Edgar Jones is playing Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they obviously they meet, and they kind of have this meet cute over grapes, and they fall in love. And you kind of the first maybe 20, 30 minutes is just kind of seeing Noah go through her life and how she's getting frustrated with these dating apps. Uh, she has a horrible date with a man at a like a Chinese restaurant who just wants her like leftovers to give to his roommate oh, or something. Yeah, that's so pathetic. Like you feel you feel really bad for her, and I don't understand dating app culture. That's not something I've been a part of, but. She's definitely frustrated with it, and I could see why. And she's kind of talking with her friend about it. And you can see that she wants something different. And so that's when she meets uh, good old Steve and falls in love pretty quickly. Yeah. And so she ends up going to a like a cabin with him, and that's when you find the It's not even a cabin. Card. It's like an actual – It's like a like, really nice house. It's, a, like it's a just in the woods, yeah. Yeah, and there's no service or anything, but she finally, you finally get the title card after she is drugged, basically, mm-hmm. or you assume she's drugged. She passes out. So yeah, Sebastian is a bad guy, right. Steve. What that's crazy um, too. It's because it's like 30 minutes into the film that like we finally oh, get yeah. the title card. If you watch this movie of no context, that would be crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> but you, I think at this point most people know that Sebastian's a bad guy. Yeah, and so. She's drugged and wakes up, and he's like, hey, um, I want your meat. 
to mm-hmm. sell to people. And that's kind of where the movie takes off from there. But that setup really makes you like her, but it also kind of makes you like him. So you have conflicted feelings by this point in the movie. But. It's just horrible because he's such a, like, I mean, it's Sebastian Stan. Yeah, he's so charming. And he's he handsome. looks good. Yeah. and But then you get to the point where he's like, hey, I'm going to saw off your arm, sell it to these people who eat people. Oh, yeah. And you have no, there's no, you shouldn't have empathy for him at all. Yeah, it, but it's just like it's so creepy, it's so unsettling. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like one of those things where you just can't not watch it once you get in. Like once you, once you've gotten in that far, you're like, uh, yeah, okay, I have to, I have to see where this goes. Yeah, exactly. I think if they would have revealed right away that he was like this evil cannibal or whatever. We would be in trouble, and I wouldn't want to. And you might not want to watch it; it wouldn't right. be as good. But because you get this setup where you start to like these characters, you get to know the world. When you mm. get to that flip side where things start to go a little crazy, you're in it. You know? Yeah, that's honestly. I mean, that's a, that's a nod to the writers right there too, because like that shows you that they built the relationship really well to where like now you're conflicted. Like, oh gosh, I love Sebastian Stan, but he's also mm-hmm. a freak in this movie. Like, oh yeah. And, he's terrifying yeah and it's really it's just it's kind of it's really gross i'm not gonna lie you know the funniest part is though like side note you told me to yeah. watch this movie like what was it three or four months ago and you're like hey let's do i did yeah you're like let's watch fresh and then i was like okay let's do oh, it for, for the, the podcast yeah we have an archived episode <laughs> where i was supposed to watch this movie and i didn't so daniel just reviewed it <laughs> by himself and i was there i was like you jerk you told me to watch this you put me through all of this like literal pain and suffering (laughs) of watching this movie and now i made him watch it because i put it on my list for the 31 days i will say i was super hungry while watching this movie no i'm (laughs) to be you're like eating a steak while you're watching this movie (laughs) no i couldn't order meat but before the movie like really got gross i was like i better order some doordash so i had some chinese food Okay, that's some, safe. Like, chow mein. Yeah. Yeah, so it was safe. Okay, if you haven't seen this movie yet or you don't want to see this movie, uh, we're going to spoil it. I will say that this movie is very creative of how they, like, they don't really show the goriness of chopping off limbs, but they... No, you see his face. You see, like, his his expressions and her expressions. Exactly, and I think they do it a really creative way to where, like, Obviously, we know there's no actual anything going on in this just by, you know, if you can take your mind out of the world. But then the way that he's like cooking up the meat, the way that it looks when it's just gross when you put yourself into it and you're thinking about it. You're like, this is nasty. Kind of going off of that, the cinematography and the a lot of the shots in this movie are really creative and fun. Okay, And like, obviously, I think the movie does take itself pretty seriously and there's some social themes and stuff. But they're not scared to have fun and do some interesting stuff with the camera. Uh, yeah, they had that like crazy f- dancing scene too for a minute. Yeah, there's two dance scenes. One of them's insane. Mm-hmm. And then I was also just thinking like all the like surgery scenes kind of remind me of American Psycho a little bit. Ooh, yeah, some okay. of the shots from that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool musical cues that I like as well. Mm-hmm. They use uh, kind of a fun soundtrack throughout the whole movie. Some of these, like, they're almost like needle drops, I would say, but yeah. I enjoyed them. I Usually that bothers me in a movie, okay. uh, but not in this one. I, I think it fit pretty well. Also, if you think about it, too, you're looking at the theme of, like, the colors in it being red. Yeah. Like, there's a clear, it's not as bad as, like, her. Her is pretty intense with their colors and themes, 
but it's this one very very obvious this one is consistent throughout and like even with the movie poster it's all red and then when you get yeah, that's to a the, cool poster yeah when you get to like the house that he is staying in like most of the rooms have this red tint and red lighting to it when they're doing mm-hmm. the scenes of him cooking up you know parts of the bodies that has a obviously they show how red the meat is the grossest meatball you'll ever see oh god stop she, so basically she acts as if she's interested in human meat yeah uh which is actually what i've heard a lot of people that are in these hostage serial killer situations will if they connect themselves to the victim in that way where they're pretending to be interested in what they are interested in Mm-hmm. Uh, they can often survive these situations. I've heard that happen several times in my true crime podcast I listen to. But so that that seemed to be pretty accurate the way she did that. She kind of like manipulates him. That there's a twi- basically he manipulates her at the beginning and towards the end he, she manipulates him, which I think is kind of a fun twisting of the knife there. Yeah, it honestly this is a very smart way of taking on like cannibalism in a movie like we've seen it before Mm. in like texas chainsaw massacre but this one is visceral yeah this is smart it almost makes it like pretty in a sense even though it's disgusting and it makes me want to vomit just thinking about it like because the way he's cooking and stuff makes it look kind of tasty yeah exactly if you're like oh this is like you know gordon (laughs) ramsay well let's get to the end of it the um the whole thing is she like carson was saying she kind of sways herself into being on his side even though she's captured like She's in this bottom room. She actually does create a relationship with another captive in the house that's yeah. like in there you know, I mean if you can imagine it, there's multiple rooms in the basement that women are chained up to. She creates this relationship with the girl next door in the basement and like she kind of hears her story and everything and they're planning out this whole entire like well I guess she's planning out more of the escape. Um Noah is it's kind of on her own. She basically like sexually manipulates him Mm -hmm. so she turns the tables on him oh right and he like brings her up and takes her to dinner and he's like oh yeah i bought you this nice dress let's eat some meat together Mm -hmm. and she's like fully acting as if she's into this Mm -hmm. and then they're about to hook up and she bites his weenie off yep that's what it is and that's how she they escape so they're able to escape and there's this big well we don't need to explain the whole ending but there's this big final battle um I guess it's important to mention that he is married. Yeah. And so his wife, who you can... Well, let's talk about the wife for a second. Okay. Do you think she's obviously a previous victim, right? Yeah. I think she... What Noah was doing is basically probably what this girl did. But just got stuck in it. But she got stuck in it. There's some interesting themes there. Because the one of uh, Noah's friends who's there as well, who gets captured, when they kill this wife there's they're like oh you're part this lady's part of the problem because she's helping this evil man still so there's something going on there there's deeper messages but in the end all you know the protagonist prevails and that wait does he die he dies he gets his face shot yeah yeah he deserves everything that happens to him yeah it's pretty gruesome it's a gory movie i i think if you want to challenge yourself i think you'd be surprised that you could probably handle this movie, but it will stick with you. Yeah, that's true. I think this was honestly, it's a good movie. I did enjoy it as much as it it does make me like my skin crawl. Yeah. It's really good. It's really new and different. And honestly, it's, uh, (laughs) it's so (laughs) under the radar for being as good as it is. 
Like it's just on Hulu, I know. and I feel like it never got the credit it deserved. This would have looked amazing on a big screen, and the audience reaction would have yeah. been fantastic. That's true too. Anyway, okay, guys. Well, that is fresh. Tell us um, if you're gonna watch it. Tell us <laughs> if you're not, because I've given you so many movie. warnings. No, it is not. Um, I think so. How, get okay, guys. Hang on, hang on, Daniel. Okay. Get your significant other, him or her or them. And make yourself a nice bowl of spaghetti. And okay. top it with the biggest meatball you can find. <laughs> and cuddle up on the couch and stare at your significant other the whole time while they eat that meatball. Mm-hmm. Just make sure they know that if they try to leave you, you can eat them. And that's how you make relationships last. Yep, that's how Daniel and I made it this far. So if you want to go over to our relationship podcast, <laughs> we'll put the link. It's down. called Don't Eat Your Wife. <laughs> um, okay, guys, that is fresh. <laughs> if you've seen it, comment down below if you disagree with us, if you agree with us. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the pod. Uh, we appreciate every listen, every download. We should be up on Spotify and Apple Podcast. We're going to be coming to some more podcast locations soon, so you should be able to listen to us all over the place. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Clean Slate Podcast. Uh, if you want to email us, we're what is it? The Clean Slate Podcast at gmail.com. Send yep. us some questions, some fan mail, or tell or us how mail. horrible we are. Yeah. All of the above is fine. We'll read it. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been so gracious to us. Thank you for being a clean slater, as we call it. Yeah, we'll call them the slaters at the podcast. <laughs> All of our little slaters out there. Um, Yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. That's a clean slate.